Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. Welcome to Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 552 That is right. Saturdays in Tassie, Holly Fowler, Brett Jeeves and Bailey Kenzie with you this morning. Coming to you live from the Cricket Hub in Kingston. Welcome, guys. How are we feeling? Feeling good. It's nice and cold out there. It's cold. Very, yeah. very fresh outside. Yeah, it's yeah. feeling good. A few laughs here already this morning. Yes, yeah, a few I laughs off air. <laughs> why do I have a feeling this show? This show I'm, I've got the giggles. This is a bad start. Well, it's better than you crying all week. Yeah, You've, I know. We, we turned up to... I had a little Stories of you yesterday. crying the entire week. I just had a little Menti B, all right? It's fine. Okay. Last night, big game of footy. D's. Big game of footy. Go the D's. That was good. That was good. They're looking dangerous going into the finals. I well, think it'll be interesting to see how the rest of the weekend plays out now. But it wasn't the main talking point of the game. Unfortunately not, no. That's sad that obviously this um, story with Harry Petty and, and Dane Zorko is kind of, I guess overshadowing what a great game it was. Um, and I guess we'll find out more about what that happens. And I, I guess there's going to be a AFL investigation now into into what went down. Yeah, I mean, you almost wish that, that we don't know what was said. I, yeah. think, I think it's in everyone's it's best interest. It'll, it's inevitable. That's just the way the media works, unfortunately. But mm. um, it's... It's it's horribly unfortunate, you know. Sledging is and has always been part of uh, part of the game, um, you know. Sometimes things are said and mm. you don't know the other person's circumstances, and you might say something that that triggers something in them. And, and obviously, whatever was said to to young um, Harrison Petty has has triggered something, you know, really quite emotional within him. And mm. and we hope he's okay. Um, but it's uh, it's a it's it's a really awful one. Yeah, mm, I yeah. did see, obviously, they shook hands at the end, which was good to see at least. Hopefully they've sorted it out then and there. But unfortunately, it's not going to be a, a then and there and drop it and move on. I think we'll find out more. It'll be interesting to see what action the AFL takes on the back of that, whether a suspension comes into play or anything of that kind. Well, we were saying if that does happen, I have, I, I've never seen that happen before. No, it'd be pretty rare. I haven't yeah. seen it across many sports at all, really. Yeah. I think, um, I think perhaps more importantly is that this, this tough guy act doesn't work for Zorko. No. Or, or Brisbane, um, no. it just it, it looks fake. Um, it doesn't work. Mm. Um, Dane Zorko's not going to harm you or hit you. Mm. Um, yet he's trying to you know pass on this bravado to impact the game, and it's it's only having a detrimental uh, effect on his team and and his performance um, as proven last night. So it's probably mm. something he needs to he needs to drop focus on getting the footy. Yeah, mm. Brisbane's bravado last night was in stark contrast to the brand of footy that they played, really, all things said. I mean, mm. Yeah. Mm. It'll be interesting interesting to see what happens. But what um, I saw as well, even I was scrolling through Twitter last night because I stayed up and, and watched both the press conferences and then <laughs> it's just so standard that it's still there's still comments being like, oh, why was he crying on the footy field? It's like... Hard enough, yeah. I, I saw be, a lot of that stuff. When is it going to be all right for a bloke just to be upset about something? Com- completely like, fine to cry. Zero, you know what I mean? Like, zero really. issue. When are we going to just sort of let go of that? Like, I just, it, oh, it, it's just ridiculous. Like, all the comments I was reading, yeah. Things and, like and man tempers. up and it's like, no. Mm. And tempers were flaring to the extent yeah. that they were. So whatever was said obviously carried some serious gravity for him. So, yeah. 
you can only imagine that it was something quite horrible, quite personal that elicited that response. So, mm. yeah, I think times have changed and it's very much okay for people to cry on the Bloody footy field. It is. And it was so good to see the good part about that was seeing how his team really got around him. And, mm. I mean, it's yeah, it seems like there's a real togetherness about the group and obviously... um. It uh, it shows through their footy as well and how they're performing. That so. that that does make me giggle a little bit when, you know, a teammate is crying and and the team is is kind of lauded as being great for supporting him. No, it's yeah, just, yeah, you're just being a just good human that, being first and foremost. Yeah, of that, course. Yeah, yeah. I I I, find, I I did find that funny last night that I oh, Melbourne are united. Well, hang on a second. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Brisbane players at the end were also checking in on him. Yeah. You know, does that mean Brisbane and Melbourne are united? Like. <laughs> No, yeah, I hear what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, I, I find it's that just stuff good to be that they, they support each other. But yeah. of course, yeah, you expect that of your mates. Absolutely. Yeah, 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 absolutely. All right, let's get into it. We've got the Tasmanian Sports Update, as always, for Harrison Agents, the Tasmanian real estate experts. Bailey, you've got a lot on your list there. We'll start with the TSL. Yeah, we'll start with the TSL. It's the final round of the home and away season. So finals are on the horizon and there's just about everything to play for in this round. It's huge. Finalists aren't locked in and the results of of who plays who is very much dependent on today. So we'll start with Kingborough coming up against Lauderdale. Kingborough is locked into second spot, but they'll be wanting to play some good footy in the lead-up to finals. But they're without star players, Kieran Lovell and Jack, Tom- Jack Tomkinson. Lauderdale, on the other hand, that's a completely different story. If they win, they can lock away a final spot. If they lose, their finals prospects are really dependent on the margin between North Launceston and Glenorchy. So... Mm. Everyone's been getting the calculators out. How much do North need to win by? So, because the there, there, is, there is no total that that <laughs> that can't be met when that's playing right. Glenorchy. That's absolutely right. So I guess in saying that, that brings us to North Launceston versus Glenorchy, and the magic scenario for the Northern Bombers is a Lauderdale loss, and then for them to defeat Glenorchy by around 120 points, dependent on the margin of Jeez. that first game. So mm, they're in the game. The boys at AFL Tasmania have been crunching the numbers, as has win users Brent Costello. Everyone's been crunching the numbers this week. And, yeah, the magic formula for the Northern Bombers, it's going to be a loss for Lauderdale, dependent on the margin, and a win for the Northern Bombers by around 120 points. And like you said, those kind of unassailable leads are not impossible against Glenorchy in the form that they're in. Really, really hard for the Pies. You know, they've, they've got their silly Sunday mapped in for tomorrow. <laughs> it's locked in. They're ready. Um, it's, um, they've made the booking it could already. Be, look, it could be bigger than one, 120 might be half time. Like, and, and, and it's been such a hard year. Yeah. Um, really difficult to come out, you know, with your, with your nostrils flaring when you've got your silly Sunday planned and, mm. uh, and, and the season is completely over. Mm. Yeah, yep, so... For sure. If if King yeah so if Kingborough beat Lauderdale like I said North Launceston are really a, a very live chance of playing finals. Um, if we have a look throughout this game, yeah that 120 point margin it might seem absurd for those playing along at home, but Glenorchy's form I mean it's it, nothing is impossible. Mm-hmm. Um, and to add to that, the Northern Bombers will have all their devils available, including Campbell who Seth Campbell who's now in the draft combine after he booted 10 goals last week. So. They're coming into it with some really good form. Mm. So everything to play for in the TSL. The game that's of least interest is North Hobart versus Launceston. Launceston have secured... Poor old North. Launceston have secured top spot. North Hobart are locked into sixth. Uh, The Blues will want to go into some, you know, into the finals with some good form. There is one thing to play for in that game, though, and that's the Hudson Medal, the leading goal scorer of the competition. And we don't harp on too much around personal accolades, but it is an interesting scenario. Launceston's Jake Hines is seven goals behind on the race for that medal. 
He's trailing Colin Garland from Clarence, and Clarence has got a buy this weekend, oh. so it does open the door uh, for mm. him to take out that medal. So there you go. Um, and the results of this week will mean the finals look something like this. Clarence will either play Lauderdale or North Lonnie in the elimination final. Launceston will play Kingborough in the qualifying final, and the winner of that goes straight through, and the loser of that will play the winner of the elimination final. So like I said, a really, really live comp in the TSL. So we've got... Uh, we've got the Hudson Medal to play for. We've got finalist spots to play for. Everything, everything to play for today, really. So exciting. Very exciting. Huge, watch. huge weekend. I'm going to watch, and I don't really watch the TSL, but I'm going to watch. Absolutely. And while I'm we're excited. on, while we're on the the front of AFL and mm. TSL, let's talk about huge a, a little bit about Clarkson. Huge day for you. Come a five year deal. We're going to be seeing Jesus a lot more of him in Tasmania. <laughs> Jesus shaking his head. As I a just, North fan, I'm excited. Just, and you know what? His first day of coaching is on my birthday. Coincidence? No. I just think that they've been such a rabble that they don't deserve Alistair Clarkson. Hang on. Well, they've been very sloppy in terms of the I way know, they've handled absolutely every part of this year, losing their recruitment team <laughs> to the mismanagement of the, of the media, the press conferences, yes. the messaging. We want a priority pick, but we've got a great list. They've been a basket case this year, and then to celebrate wildly the way they have with the <laughs> with getting Alistair Clarkson, he is the saviour, hundred percent. He I, is. I wrote yeah. a few months ago that uh, it's Clarkson or bust for North Melbourne. They're, they're in they're in a serious strife in terms of their, their their football direction. Getting Clarkson in, it's it's a huge thing. But they, in that sense, then are you happy for the competition? They that definitely got don't deserve it. Um, I'm still bitter that he's not with Hawthorne. I still don't understand why they sacked him. He's clearly the best coach in the league, the most sought after. Why would you pay him a million dollars to sit on the sidelines? I've never understood that. Jeff mm-hmm. Kennett's been a, a poor president for Hawthorne, I think. But, um, yeah, that's that's my bitterness seeping through. Now, the other thing at play with this is um, North Melbourne's deal with the Tasmanian state government expires at the end of this year. So there's some other factors at play here. Clarkson's obviously a huge advocate for Tasmania, I guess, getting its own team and getting into the, the competition. Okay. Um, and with their deal expiring at the end of the year, how will, how will that play out? Will we actually be seeing much of North Melbourne in Tasmania no. going forward because, Mm-mm. like we know, the Tasmanian state government is playing hardball with the AFL yeah. and that deal could be one of those chips on the table, if you like, in terms of bargaining for for their own team. So it would be a very interesting set of circumstances if to we're, play if, out. If we're serious, they've got to cut it off. The Hawks, North Melbourne, yeah, those deals cannot be renegotiated if we want our, our, our own licence. It's, it's as simple as that. We're going to chat about that a little bit more later because I guess that, uh, this whole conversation is where we have to look at the... Um, effects obviously there's a lot of conversation about how um, ben, Rut- ben Rutten was probably feeling <laughs> about mm. how this situation was dealt with. We'll touch on that a bit later. Well, though. talk of James Hurd um, coming back yeah, as a right. coach next year. <laughs> Good grief! This <laughs> <laughs> is staggering stuff. What's next, Bailey? Okay, Jack we've got jumpers. a bit of Jack Jumpers news, and and while we're on the the subject of whether Tasmania should have its own team, which obviously it should. Uh, the Jack Jumpers serves as a very fitting example of just how polarising, I guess, the support of a Tasmanian audience can be. Their memberships minutes. sold out in 26 minutes. Unbelievable. Memberships sayings. all gone. So, yeah, very interesting topic of conversation for anyone at home who or, or abroad who's, who's doubtful of the uptake of support for Tasmania in the AFL context. It is. It is one of the great things about having a smaller stadium, five and a half thousand people at at the deck. Um, you know, it, it kind of had the jack jumpers been sloppy to start with and you don't quite fill it. Three and a half thousand people in in a five and a half thousand seat stadium still looks okay um, and, and you can justify that. But 
what it's created is this demand. Did you get memberships? It's high. Yeah, we bought memberships last year. And credit to the Jack Jumpers, um, there was no real increase in our membership from, from last year. So we bought a family pass. Yeah, um, but then did your membership automatically roll over if you wanted to had, or did you have we to had first first dibs right okay yeah. did yeah. you get it within did you have to get it within that 26 oh, honestly, minutes i or? don't know that's chief of finance handles that i just, <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, i'm just there um but i know i know that um we we bought an, ad- an additional ticket we we're a five-person family we only Beautiful. had four seats last year but um it, it it was pretty much the same, which I think is fantastic. They could have really stung us, and yeah. and we would have paid it. We, yes, you know, we would have yes. gone, but I think you know honouring um, honouring the loyalty of first year members was a was a really classy thing to do. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And more good news for Jack Jumpers fans. That scouting exercise that we talked about last weekend, yeah. where they had those those twenty five people from around the country come in. I think it was twenty seven in the end. They've got two signings on the back of that. Um, well, this is exciting because mm-hmm. I shot four of five from three point on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm, a- am I in? <laughs> well, have you, am, am I one of the two names? Ha- no, <laughs> unfortunately, you're not. Have you had a phone call? No. Well, this is a, they said they'd it'd be released. Scotty Roth's at our um at I think our that's SEN event. Till I, thought, I thought maybe this this was the release. <laughs> Scotty Roth is at our um, SEN event next week. Is this so my maybe time? we can chat to him about it then. Just Jeez, I was hot. Yeah. Could not miss. We'll have to twist his arm for you. <laughs> It'll so never happen again. They're, they're, the Jack Jumpers are trying to add some size to their list, and it's really easy to see why. The first name I've got for you, Tristan Forsyth, uh, Forsyth is a six foot ten prospect. Um, he's been nominated as a replacement player. He's had eight games in the NBL for South East Melbourne Phoenix. And, yeah, Scott Roth says he could provide some help on both sides of the ball in mm. a pick-and-roll situation with the guards, Josh Majette and Milton Doyle. So very exciting there. Some Huge. real, real height there. Um, the other signing is 20-year-old Josh Tamazi, um, and the Jack Jumpers season, it's not far away at all. Yeah, October 3rd, first, first home game, which is yeah. exciting. Um, but before that, they'll, they'll have a game on the, the 1st of October. No, they go away. Yeah, they go away to southeast Melbourne, and the first home game is against Cairns. So, mm. uh, but even before then, uh, they'll have two preseason games against the Phoenix uh, during their preseason camp, which is going to take place in Olveston and Launceston in September. So, yeah, of course, SEN will be there calling all your live Jack Jumpers action. Absolutely, we'll be there. Um, plenty more on the on the sports update. But we'll go to a quick break now. We'll come back and we're going to get into what what else we need to do. Football, cricket. There's a bit of netball news, hockey news. Bit you've of got, everything. You've got everything covered. We'll be back after this. Live across Tasmania on sixteen twenty nine SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. This is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text oh four three seven double five two five three five. Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. This is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 552 535. Holly Fowler, Brett Jeeves and Bailey Kenzie with you here this morning. Saturdays in Tassie live from the Cricket Hub out in Kingston. I'm just getting a text about, um, the, uh, about Melbourne game last night. Um, Big Footy Post says it was... About his sister. Right. The comment about, I don't know. Well, I'm not sure we can release what was released on Big Footy. That's. Yeah, I don't know, but I just heard that. That's so a, That's a blog page, isn't it? Like I a, don't know. Yeah, be questioning the validity yeah, of that. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. Probably, but look, I'm just, I'm getting a few texts about what possibly could have been. Sources. It is, it is inevitable with things like this that people are going to speculate, speculate and speculate yeah. until it comes out, which is probably worse off for all parties involved. Probably, but, yeah. Yeah. So you, you've just added fuel to the fire, Sorry. Holly, by releasing... We are the media. ...gospel 
blog-related well, content. Not, it's not gospel. I'm just saying. Just got a text, you know. <laughs> but, um, oh, God, I hope he's all right. It's sad. It is sad. Mm, poor thing. Anyway, what do we got next? Football. Well, let's go. We can go to football, but I, I want to go to NBL one oh, yes, first okay. of all. Yep. So after a pretty impressive season, the Chargers, Hobart Chargers men's will play Sandringham in their first qualifying final at eight o'clock at Creek Road tonight. So very exciting, some success for them. Um, they've been bolstered with a number of, of Jack Jumpers signings, and it's obviously a very good preseason hit out for them. But yeah, they're in the finals of the of the NBL one. Um, there are still some tickets on sale, which you can purchase through the Chargers' Facebook page. Um, and aside from the Chargers, there's one more Tasmanian team remaining in the NBL1. That's the Launceston Tornadoes. They'll take on the Geelong Supercats tonight at 7 o'clock. So that's all the latest on NBL1. Two Tasmanian teams left in the competition. One men's, one women's. Mm-hmm. Um, exciting. Yes, very exciting. Oh. Talk, talk to us about this huge Barney that happened in the soccer. Yeah, so it was a... It was a <laughs> Big brawl. I think it was between Glenorchy and South Hobart over the weekend. It was an all-in brawl between the two teams. Football Tasmania is investigating. The footage is now available um, online. But funnily enough, the only red card issued was for uh, was for foul language. It was nothing to do with the brawl <laughs> at all. Someone, there someone, were jumpers being pulled. There someone was, there was produced a machete going down. <laughs> foul Bloody language. Hell. Foul language was Huge. what rubbed them out. So, yeah, Football Tasmania are investigating that issue, but very, very interesting. I mean, for one, I saw it in the Premier League this week. There was that handshake. I'm not sure if you saw that where one, the of, the managers, coaches, yeah, yeah. one of the managers held on for a little too long and didn't make eye contact, and then it was, yeah, all bets off. They oh, were, God. Everyone was in. So, yeah, football brawls on the rise, and maybe Tasmania trying to emulate it's the EPL. Very, it's a very passionate game. All, I mean, all, all sport is played with great passion and emotion, but soccer seems to have that. For a game that, that lacks true physicality, that, that carries such bravado. It's a, it's a strange game. Absolutely. So elsewhere in the NPL, we've got um, Devonport. They've got a chance to take out the Premiership when they take on a, a depleted Launceston City side. Last year, they had one hand on the cup, but they lost the last round to Glenorchy, which put them out of contention. And a win for Devonport would mean the strikers' fifth title in seven seasons. So... Everything on the line for them today, all brawls aside. Um, Riverside Olympic will face Olympia Warriors. The Clarence Zebras will take on Glenorchy Knights. And on Sunday afternoon, we'll have the showing of Kingra Lions uh, against South Hobart. So a few things still to play for in the NPL. But yeah, the big game there is Devonport. Um, yeah, one hand on the cup coming up against Launceston City. Everything to play for and a title on the line for them today. So they won't be wanting to throw it away like they did last year. Mm. Massive game there. And in the WSL... Devonport will come up against Launceston United. Uh, if United can win, they'll put even more distance between them and the rest of the competition. And in the south, Taruna will play Clarence at 2.30 this afternoon. And tomorrow, it's Kingborough against South Hobart. So everything happening in the NPL. We've got brawls. We've got finalists. We've got premierships. We've got everything flares. to play for. Flares. Yes. yes. Perfect. Yes. Gee, Set them wins. off. Absolutely. What's next there, mate? What, have you, what are well, we rolling into now? We can roll into a bit of cricket. It does still like the basketball feel a bit early to talk about cricket, but the Hobart Hurricanes have pulled off the signing of um, Izzy Wong. So hmm. she's an England fast bowler. She's no stranger to the WBBL. Um, she turned out for the Thunder last year. So a big, big signing, big pickup for the Hurricanes. Um, she took nine wickets in 13 games last year, but she wow. bowls at an economy of 7.28. So pretty handy figures there and another good pickup for the Hurricanes. It awesome. feels a little bit like momentum is is building it's kind of snowballing into the cricket season Jeeves I don't know where the Glenorchy boys are at at their stage of the pre-season but it feels like everything is slowly building up yeah rolling hot the pies um, but it is early I've always felt pre-season was a bit of a waste myself turn up the week before and, and, and get into it I say 
Yeah. No, it's an interesting one. The, the debate of pre-season, can you overdo it? Can you underdo it? The uni boys are training very hard, I can tell you, at the moment. We've got our mm. brand new well, indoor you, centre. Mate, you, you need to. You finished stone cold last year, didn't you? You guys were last. Let's not forget the year before and the and the power of, of recruitment as well. University, mm, plenty traditionally, of cash. traditionally no, lots strong. Of, lots oh, of money down that way to spend. I don't think it's cash don't that's getting players. Don't worry about the salary cap. No, I, don't we'll know, just... I, don't, I don't think it's cash that's getting players <laughs> to university. I think it's just the lure of a great club and a, and a great coach. This, yeah. it's, this is not the uni hour. Let's move forward. <laughs> Let's move forward. Um, the other news in the BBL is general public tickets for both the WBBL and BBL went on sale on Thursday. They didn't sell out in 26 minutes, but there's some strong demand there already. That's great. Um, the big news for the women's is there, um, the, and a bit of a talking point here, is the WBBL comp will be ticketed league-wide for the first time this season. So cool. really, really stepping it up a game, and there's really no gap between the men's and women's game there now from a from a ticketing front. So yep. that's really, really exciting. That's awesome. Um, and, yeah, you'll be able to catch the BBL action um, later in the year. SEN, of course, will be there covering the games. We so sure will. Very exciting. And um, that's, that's all I've got for you for cricket at the moment. We've got a bit of netball news now. Uh, there's a new team joining the State League this year. The South East Suns are joining the competition. So always exciting when you get a new team, uh, a bit of expansion. I think they'll be based in the Sorrell area. So now there's five teams based in the South and three in the North, which... Creates a bit of a tricky fixture, but um, Netball Tasmania says they hope to see the Suns compete in finals within within five years. So, cool. a bit of expansion, very exciting. It's a re- really smart play. It's, a, it's obviously a fast-growing area. There's there's roads and highways being built down there, and you'd imagine once all that's established, becomes an even bigger space. Um, school down there is you know crying out for for sport and activity. Um, so yeah, well, well done to uh, Netball Taz for expansion and, and good yeah, luck to the South East Suns. And I believe there's a new facility being built out to railway. It's amazing. As well. I was actually down there uh, Thursday afternoon, had a look. It'll be open in the next few weeks. Cool. And um, together with the basketball courts and the, and the outdoor netball courts, there's a soccer field, football oval, cricket ovals. It's a real sporting hub uh, down there at Sorrell. Looks fantastic. The skate yeah, park. Cool. Uh, doing a great job. So, yeah, very exciting uh, and very good for the community as well to have, to have exercise. Like, yep. That's just paramount to, to have that strong sporting stronghold. I mean, we've got it here in in Kingston at the moment. We're here at the Cricket Hub. It's an amazing facility, obviously. We've got the netball centre next door. We've got a similar thing at Creek Road with that giant netball yeah. centre there. So, yeah, massive... Yeah, that's for them great. To have that. Yeah, and if, really if, you head, if you head further south, the Hewanville PCYC facility is... All world. Yeah, it's right. truly phenomenal. Uh, indoor basketball court, indoor cricket, cool. gymnasium. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a truly remarkable establishment. I might have to do a show from there one time. I'll it's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, cool. In summer, though, should be cold in down this morning. <laughs> and lastly, a bit of hockey news. Yeah, a bit of hockey. Um, so at midday today, Derwent will take on the Diamondbacks. Derwent going into that one as favourites, but they did lose last time they played the Diamondbacks in the Premier League. Then at half past one, we've got Canterbury coming up against University. Um, Scotty Edwards from Hockey Tasmania, of course, providing me with all the wraps here. He says it's a coin flip as to whether, as to who wins that one. There's a lot riding on the game, and it's all about who performs on the day. Thanks, Scotty. And then at six o'clock, Northwest grads taking on OHA. Uh, the winner will take one step towards guaranteeing an elimination final. And in the women's, at uh, 10:30 today. Northwest grads will take on OHA. It's a top-of-the-table clash, which will potentially decide the minor premiership. At 3 o'clock, we've got Derwent coming up against the Diamondbacks. Derwent going into that one as slight favourites, but it'll be a tough match. And at 4.30, Canterbury will take on University, with Canterbury heading in as favourites. But University, I'm told, have been much improved recently. So that rounds out our hockey, and that rounds out our sporting news. That still um, blows my mind that they would all be right-handed. (laughs) None of them are left handed. It is, it is crazy to think. 
Yeah, that is crazy to think. How much of the hockey field would it open up if there was left-handed players? Because yeah. we talk about moving in all directions. What would what would that create in the game? Text in, call in. Safety let first. Us know. Safety first. That is crazy. That's the reason. Still. Safety. You Safety. you want to know that you can enter a contest and not get hit blindly uh, from the other side of your body. No, but which does which does make a bit of sense. Those lefties out there, you know, that might want to play. So, so your little right ones going to have to learn to play. But he just won't play. Oh, okay. And 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 so that's the challenge for hockey. Mm. So he comes home. He's like, why? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not doing that. Aww. So, yeah, ho- hockey, hockey does miss out on, on the lefties, I guess, at a, at a young age. Mm. Well, that was our Tasmanian sports update. Thanks to Harrison Agents, the Tasmanian real estate experts. Short break now for a bit of news, and we'll be back after this. Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app, this is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437-552-535. That's right. Holly Fowler, Brett Jeeves and Bailey Kenzie with you this morning. Alistair Clarkson. Huge news, obviously, come out for North yesterday. Much. No, it <laughs> much. is. It is huge. <laughs> You're just shaking your head about Well, it just what? annoys me. <laughs> I'll be honest, it really does. Anyway, Clarkson has inked a five-year deal at North um, with his first day on the job being November 1 um, ahead of the 2023 preseason, which just so happens to be my birthday, which is a great birthday present Very for, fitting. for a North supporter. Um, he confirmed it was too far down the track for him to consider a job at Essendon. Got a bit of audio from him um, about that. I'll play that now. Here's Sonia Hood with Alistair Clarkson, the new coach of North Melbourne. G'day, everybody. Uh, thanks for coming along. Um, Delighted to introduce the next coach of the North Melbourne Football Club and Alistair Clarkson in what is an absolute watershed day for our club and I particularly am very excited about it. I'm going to hand over to Alistair to say a few words and then we'll take some questions. Yeah, thanks, Sonia. Um, Yeah, it's an exciting day for uh, myself and my family. Um, I'm sure it's an exciting day for the the North Melbourne Footy Club in terms of starting a new chapter um, in its history. Um, which always seems to be the case when a new, new coach comes in. Um, but yeah, I've got I've got so many wonderful memories of this place, and um, it's changed a little bit since I was last here. I might add. Very exciting. Um, that press conference was awesome to just see um, see Sonia there. She was so excited, and the picture of them having a hug it was it was great. Anyway, of course, with um, with all the speculation around this over the past couple of weeks um, that has surrounded Alistair Clarkson um, possibly going to the Bombers, we have to wonder, obviously, how Ben Rutten has been feeling about all of this. Um, I know Jack Rewalt yesterday spoke on um, their morning show with Flash that um, you know he he admitted you know pretty poorly. Um, a bit poor, obviously, how it kind of went down for him. Um, Bombers president had a bit of an icy press conference yesterday when questioned on the club's treatment of Ben Rutten as of late. I'll play a bit of audio from that as well um, now. There's been a lot of reports that we didn't uh, have a lot of care for him. I would argue we tried our absolute best to look after him during this period. Um, I spoke to him Tuesday. I went and saw him Wednesday. Uh, listened to him for an hour about what he thought, where he was at. I told him I was talking to Clarko. He was disappointed, but I did tell him everything was going on. Had I had my timing, I would have rung him Monday, but I didn't get to do that, so I apologise for that as well. Hmm. If you had your time again, if, if... It's not that sincere, though, is it really? Like... It's such poor handling. It is terrible. You didn't him. have time he's, to ring him on Monday? Like, But if, he, if he's not your guy, he's not your guy. If, yeah. you, if you think that it's 
Clarkson's A and Rutten's B. No, that's not how it works. Mm, no. Either Rutten's your man or he's not. You sack him or he's in. Mm. Uh, they've got to sack him now. Have to. Like, And, and if, if I'm Ben Rutten, I'm looking elsewhere. I wouldn't want to be regardless. there anyway. No, yeah, absolutely. Exactly. He handled the whole situation in such good grace. I mean, the he, way yeah, that he, he conducted did. himself at the press conference saying that he just wants to coach the footy club to the best of his ability until, until he's told otherwise. Mm. I mean, for someone who's in his shoes, he's back to the, back to the corner. I mean... They're looking at other coaches. He's obviously not their first choice, but he's he's got the grace about him to say that he's just going to do the best work he can for the footy club. So, mm-hmm. yeah, interesting situation and, yeah, an interesting um, PR dilemma for them as well. That <coughs> story only, really grew legs out of nowhere. Only Essendon, though. Like, they're, 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 they're another complete basket case. If, if there's a club that could get it wrong, Essendon are, are throwing their hand up, please, can we get it wrong? It just... Handle try try and handle things in a manner that I don't know. But in, in, employ some sort of public relations consultant to come in and actually map out a strategy. Mm. Okay, so if we speak to Clarko, what are the broader ramifications for this? The impact on your coach, which has a detrimental impact on your culture. If he does stick around and he's disgruntled and knows that he's not the preferred option, mm. how does that actually help him do his job? I, I, I don't understand how these people sit in a room and, and come up with, with these plans. Yeah, this is a mm. great idea. Let's mm. try and recruit Clarko and then hope that Ben Rutten's okay with it. Mm. And then when asked about it in a press conference, we'll be borderline rude about yeah. it. Like, what, what are these people doing? Yeah. These are, these, are, these are the senior leaders in sport. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they've been drummed off the street. It's bizarre. Yeah, it's it is. It poor. is a bizarre situation. It is really poor. Um, an interesting talking point that I was listening to a few podcasts during the week, and the mm. AFL and clubs in general are just becoming really poor with who they put up for midweek press conferences at the moment, which is resulting in a lot of journalists like myself doorstopping all these coaches and players. I'd be interested to hear your guys' thoughts on that, on the issue in that. Is the AFL doing a good enough job with their press conferences, with their PR? Are they getting on the front foot enough or mm. is it the other way around? Because we know that Rutten story just completely grew legs. It was very much broken behind – that story was broken behind closed doors and then he's been hung out to dry. What are your guys' thoughts on I that? I kind of go back to that North Melbourne press conference where they sacked David Noble. The lack of strategy in that press conference as far as what message yeah. do we want to deliver – was was quite bizarre. You know, the, the, the amount of mixed messages and, and the lack of respect for, for David Noble, who yeah. was effectively sacked, you know, in front of the cameras alongside the Pretty CEO yeah. and, um, and, the, and the president. Maybe David Noble could have had that press conference on his own. And then, and then, yeah, Yeah. and then the two senior leaders come in and talk about the reasons why. It was just a complete lack of respect. It was so awkward as well because it wasn't very planned. Like it obviously wasn't. But but like this, this this, yeah, this is what baffles me. Like be prepared. Yeah, these these organisations have uh, teams of media and strategy people. That that that's an afternoon of of strategy. Let's sit down and map this out, David. What message do you want to get across? Ben Amafio, what's uh, on the back of that? How can we be respectful to David? Sonia Hood, how can you not contradict the president, uh, the, the, the CEO in terms of list management and strategy? You know, we've sacked David Noble mm. because our performances were poor and then we put our hand up and say we want a priority pick because our list is so bad. Well, that's not on the coach. That's on the previous list management team. Mm. And then the president says our list is excellent. And then you've got the he outgoing could, coach who's just got to sit there in the middle of yeah. it while they're talking about everything that's gone wrong with the it footy could, club while he's not, been shown the door. And he's having to take 
questions. You're right. The it press could, conferences could, should have just been done differently. And it goes back to what I'm saying about the AFL they, and clubs in general. They just don't seem to get on the front foot with strategy, with press conferences mm. at the moment. They have situations in which people are getting doorstopped or you know, follow through the media by car parks. Just sit down with these people, give them some strategy, word them up and get them in front of the cameras. It's going to be the best way for everyone. And yeah, that's, that's my two cents. Yeah, because if nothing's said as well or there's speculation in the air, there's all, you know, everyone, we're going to talk about it and, and speculate about it. It's much better if they have a plan and just come out and say, yep, this is what happened. This is how we feel about it. And then we can move on. But yeah. It's like the incident last night. The best thing that the clubs and the AFL can do now is is highlight that there's an investigation ongoing and there won't be any comment. Get on the front foot. Make that statement as early as possible before the media frenzy can take over and yeah, all these Chinese whispers start occurring and people start speculating on what's being said. Well, it's starting just... now, I'm speculating. Absolutely. Like, but, but, yeah, because we've got, <laughs> you know, it's a... Get, get off the big boards. Big footy and like yeah, that that's that's where the specula- speculation runs right. But that's going to happen, right? If there's in, until we know what what happened. Unfortunately, that just is that's just that's what, human it nature. Is what yeah. It is. And, yeah, and that's why I'm saying the AFL needs to get mm. on the front foot and put something out. Put whether it be a blanket statement, put it out. Put some of that speculation to bed because it's going to be the best for everyone involved with mental health at play as uh, well absolutely. in that particular instance. Yep, a hundred percent. Good point, actually, about that. It's a good yeah. I don't know. I think that <laughs> AFL clubs need to do a bit better, a bit better on that. Um, as much as I don't like to admit that about North Melbourne, but I did like Sonia's. Um, she tweeted yesterday with um, Alistair Clarkson saying we didn't need a plan B, and I did like that. That L- is cool. Little cheeky, little cheeky stab from <laughs> from Sonia. Um, we'll go to a short break now, and we will be back with Mark Divin, who is the owner of the Cricket Hub down here. Um, can't wait to have a chat with him, and uh, kindly let us broadcast from here today down at down at Kingston. Bit cold, warming up, but there'll, there'll be a few people in here shortly. Uh, in the nets, are you going to jump in, Bailey? I might have to. Yeah. I've got my kid in the car. You two will be in there. You got your kid in the car, you bought in town. <laughs> we'll be back after this. Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. This is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 555. Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. This is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 555. 8.47 here this morning. Holly Fowler and Brett Jeeves with you live from the Cricket Hub here with Mark Divin. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thanks for, thanks for coming down and thanks for having me. Yeah, no, thanks for having us. It's, it's been great. And a few, uh, a few boys rolling in now, uh, warming up here. Tell us, um, what have you got happening down here at the moment? I mean, it's going to be, I think it's going to be quite a busy morning here this morning, right? How many do you usually have roll in this time of morning? Yeah, it will be. Look, we've got week nine today of our Winter Academy, and yep. the boys are very excited because they've been working on their techniques over the last eight weeks, and yep. today is a scenario games day, so they, they love it. It's just, you know, the whole day of games, they get very competitive, <laughs> they put their skills to the test, yep. and, uh, you know, it's fantastic, and... I guess we love it because we we get 20-odd young boys and girls that come along every Saturday, work really hard, try and improve their game and get themselves ready for the cricket season, which is yep. uh, now not too far away. I know. It's getting really close. Summer of cricket. It's exciting. Um, so what what can um, if people want to come down and, and try cricket for first-timers and things like that, what, I guess, 
classes and group activities do you have down here um, that people can look into, boys and girls? Yeah, absolutely. So well, I guess starting with the girls of a Thursday, we have a program which is, is a casual program, girls yep. of any age really. Uh, they tend to be sort of grades two to two to grade six. Yeah. Uh, they can just come down and have a go. They don't have to commit for 10 weeks or anything. They just come down, try it. Have a bit of fun. Um, we want to expose um, boys and girls to the game. Yeah. Um, and now's a great time because winter sports for kids are slowing down. Yeah. So come and try cricket. Give it a go. And then if you really get into it, we'll connect you up with one of the local clubs and you can get into the outdoor season. So yep. we like to see ourselves as a bit of a... You know, a stepping stone for, for players to, to get into the outdoor game. Um, yep. But as well as that, we've got indoor cricket. So those that maybe don't want to go outdoors because they don't want to commit the weekend time, um, they can still get right into their cricket through our indoor cricket programs as well. Yeah, I love that. And over the last uh, month or so, Div, you, you've taken a team away, uh, a state indoor team to, to play in the in the Nationals. How did that go? And what was how did how did the reemergence of a of a state indoor team come about in Tasmania? Uh, it's a good question, Jersey. Yeah, it was. Look, we went to Melbourne, went to Casey Stadium, which is out cool. of east um, yeah. in Victoria, and we sent an open men's team and an under 15s team, and it was just an amazing experience. Yeah, indoor cricket is a little bit different to outdoor. It's the ultimate team game because yeah. everyone just relies on each person contributing. I think outdoor cricket sometimes one person can. It can win a game for you. Yeah. Whereas indoor cricket, everyone has to, to contribute. How it started, Jeevesy, was um, a few years ago, pre-COVID, we were trying to get a team away. And then a gentleman by the name of Keith Scott came to me and said, mate, what happened to that? Where did that go? And I said, well, look, we want to make it happen, but I think we need to set up a Tassie Indoor Cricket Association to make it happen. Yeah. And so he took some steps to make that happen. At the same time, up north at the NTCA Nets, uh, a guy by the name of Dean Hawkins was getting some programs happening up there, and that then created these north-south games. From that, we picked a state team, and off we went to national championships, and the, and the guys absolutely loved it. Mm. Uh, we weren't quite at the level of some of the other states, but it's the first time in 20, 22 years that we'd been to national championships. Yeah, so. exactly. Is it, has it been that long? Yep, that's really, and that's quite sad, effort, isn't it? Yeah. I suppose it's sort of, you know, it's a, it's a reflection that the game had died somewhat in in Tasmania. So credit to you for you know yeah, for rebuilding that. that awesome. How how long until that team is competitive? Do you think on a on a national stage? Oh, look, I don't think that long. I think our skills are there. It's yep. just we haven't played that intensity and, and that eight aside format that often down here. So the guys were right behind the eight balls but the actual skills yeah. their batting and bowling's up to it it's just understanding the game and an indoor cricket fielding at a high level is mm. just amazing it's good yeah. to watch um, yeah it's it's incredible and that's the bit that i think both our under 15s and our senior teams need to would need to to lift the standard there yeah so. Bra- sorry i was just going to say ask um help help me understand i'm an outdoor cricketer uh, and whenever I've played indoor cricket, I have struggled so badly. Hit a straight drive, back past a bowler, and get run out. Hit the perfect pull shot off the side net, you're out. What what what's what's the difference? How you know for for outdoor cricketers that want to give it a crack, what are the things that that they need to focus on to be quality indoor players? Yeah, great question. I think, like I said, the fundamentals of of cricket are the same. The differences with indoor cricket is is about just creating different angles and being able to hit the ball into the ground so you can get the ball to bounce up high in the net. Um, you know, still a good cricket shot. In indoor cricket, it can be very similar to outdoor, but just a, yeah, a few little 
difference is how you how you move. Um, yeah, manoeuvre your bat, I guess, from a, a batting point of view. So almost trying to hit the ball squarer than straighter. It is, yeah. yeah. And, and look, I think one of the battles is we've had those that haven't understood indoor cricket have seen indoor cricket as a deterrent, like not a deterrent, but um, could have an impact on a player's outdoor game. Mm. Um, I guess we take the, the view that it's complementing because you've got to be creative. It's very competitive. You've got to make decisions all the time in indoor cricket. Yeah. Um, it's a high-pressure environment. So if you can perform in that environment, mm. that has to be a positive. Well, Steve, Steve, and, Steve and Mark Waugh, both prominent indoor players as juniors, weren't they? And you could see that in their game. They played the ball late, soft hands, able to sort of manipulate the ball, particularly through the, well, Mark Moore, the leg side, but Steve through the offside, both magnificent square of the wicket. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah, look, there's lots of, um, you know, Darcy Shaw, Matthew Wade, yeah. all grew up playing the game. And, and I guess that's you know, what we love here at the Cricket Hub is that we get young guys in playing that indoor cricket as it, at a young age. Yeah. Um, they can enjoy that sport for a long time, but it's going to help their, their outdoor cricket. Because one thing we do see, and I don't know if you see it, Jeeves, is there's less of that backyard cricket yep. and playing in the court and, and that sort of stuff. So... Mm. We need to create as many opportunities for young people to play cricket yeah. uh, as we can. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And obviously you played for Tassie before you built all of this. Is this something you always wanted to do post, I guess, your own um, cricket? I guess I had a vision that I'd like to have my own, you know, uh, business. I guess be a bit of a master of my own destiny yeah. in some ways. And, and, and this opportunity came up here um, and I, I wouldn't say, yeah, well, I guess we stumbled across it in, in some ways. Yeah. That it came open and we saw that what the potential was and, and I guess make a bit of a difference within the community. And yeah, we, we just went for it and we're still here sort of 11 years later. So. Yeah, wow. Well, I can say as a teammate of Divs, very, very smart man and, and, and very calm and cool and calculated and had everything planned out, always strategy for everything. So it's no surprise, Div, that you've excelled in this space. You've, you know, running your own business. You've got the shop, the nets, community access programs, participation, indoor cricket at a, at a state level. Uh, credit to you, mate. It's been fantastic. Thanks, mate. Awesome. Really appreciate that. It's, uh, I might yeah. need to come down for a couple of lessons. Uh, yeah. It's, you're asking the wrong person. Don't play. Is what I would say. <laughs> Go to the beach. Spend your Saturdays I'm, at the beach. I'm it hurts too beach. much. My my feet are cooked. You'd I'm be not the bad same, Div. Everything hurts. Oh, it is <laughs> tough on the body, but uh, it's still great fun. And I think the team element's the the big thing that you know yeah. you, you want to want to remember and, and, and encourage. I guess you know there's certainly the huge social benefits for yeah. for the guys. So. We've got. And, um, oh, sorry. I was just going to say for our um, family uh, family Christmas, my dad. And his brothers get the roller out. And we have a cricket pitch. Is it a bit yeah. like that at your house as well? You a bit of oh, back, absolutely. Backyard we, cricket. Yeah, we had <laughs> uh, we had a, a block vacant block next door, and the roller was always out there. And be very serious to different family. Very yeah. serious. I can, only, I can picture that actually. <laughs> Two broken windows and all that sort of thing. So good, good memories. But uh, good family oh, look, arguments. if you if you're going to get involved, there's a there's a women's uh, indoor program coming up soon. So we'll stay in touch and we'll, we'll get you along. And yeah, you know, um, I might be a little. An up-and-comer. You never know. Well. <laughs> Could be my well. career after <laughs> We'll see. I'm not bad in the uh, backyard cricket, but usually with a plastic bat because it's not as heavy. So I don't think I've ever had a go. Yeah, all, all the signs aren't pointing bat. towards you being a, a, a prominent professional cricketer. <laughs> I've got to be honest. Just that wrong. last sentence alone. Just Mark's going to coach me. I'm, I'm good with the plastic bat, not so good with the other ones. <laughs> Mm. I, my, I think that's a sign. Yeah. Holly, I reckon you might surprise him. Yeah, yeah I hope so. Yeah. Anyway, Mark's going to coach me. 
Oh, you'll be fine then. You're in good hands. We'll get the nets next time we're here. We'll see. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us. We'll let you go because I know there's boys behind us waiting for you. Um, But thank you so much for joining us and for hosting us down here at the Cricket Hub. Awesome. Um, And we can't wait to see you next time we're here. Absolutely. Thanks again and, uh, yeah, enjoy the rest of the show. Thank you very much. We'll go to a short break now and we'll be back after this. Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. This is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 552 Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. This is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 552 Nine o'clock, Holly Fowler and Brett Jeeves with you this morning. Um, Bit of an update, um, Tazzy. Bid. Apparently, the new stadium is no longer part of the bid. It was sort of up until now has always been like a big deal. You know, we need the stadium, or the team isn't sort of happening. It looks like maybe the tide has changed a little bit on that. Um, Gill has previously indicated the success of the bid is contingent, obviously, on the development of this big stadium. But Jeremy Rockcliffe has revealed it won't form part of the formal proposal um, to be put before club presidents. Now it's weird because we're sort of in a I guess a state of limbo because they haven't said that they've pushed back this meeting, but we don't know when it's happening. Like we, I guess we, until now we sort of thought the decision was going to be made mid-August. Now it's 20 August, and we still don't know when this meeting's happening. Or I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure where it sits. To be honest, it's um, just it, give us an answer. It just already. needs to happen. I think. I know. It's just going to happen. I just don't know. Yeah, I just wonder whether this stadium is going to happen or if they're going to do the team first. I think, uh, yeah, I mean, or? I think the, the stadium will have to happen. Mm. Um, you know, <laughs> there, there are so many uh, little kind of spider arms in this that, that kind of leak out to um, what, what's the impact on cricket. Cricket are, are talking about a high-performance centre being away yeah. from Blunston Arena, wanting their own separate training facility. Mm. Uh, footy will want their own separate training facility. So then, the, you know, there becomes this war on which is more important, cricket or footy. Yeah. Um, it's it's actually all starting to get a bit ugly. Um, and, and it needs to be resolved very, very quickly. Um, but, you know, like mm. you said, it was spoken about mid-August. Um, it's going to creep into September. It'll probably be extended well, out into not October. Even two weeks off September now. Yeah, it's it's, it's all happening. It's happening very very quickly, and we just seem to be spinning in circles on it. Yeah, yeah. Pretty bloody keen for it, <laughs> to be fair. Yeah, and it's one of those things. Like the more it gets spoken about, the the the, the more frustrated people get, and get and it's and it's more yeah. around the you know the lack of information. So how much money will be contributed from the state government? To all of this, that, that that's that's what Tasmanian locals want to know because there is a figure that is too much. Mm. There is a figure that's very hard to justify to the Tasmanian public, given you know where our health systems at, our education system, uh, yeah. homelessness, mental health, all these more important things. Footy's great, yes, it will bring in tourism, yes, there are jobs, um, mm. but at at what cost? At at what stage does it does it actually become a negative yeah. to society? And and there is a figure that the Tasmanian public won't accept. Mm. Um, so it's a, it's a huge challenge for everyone, but mm-hmm. it, and it needs to happen in the next week or so. Yeah, I think otherwise it's it's just losing if, momentum. Yeah, by ne- by next Saturday's show, we'll have an answer. Maybe It'll be interesting. Let's hope so. Let's hope. We'll go to a short break now, and we'll be back after news. We're going to get into hot or not, my favourite. We'll be back after this. Live across Tasmania on sixteen twenty nine SEN Tassie. 
and streaming live on the SEN app. This is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 552 535. On Saturdays in Tassie, hot or not. That's right, hot or not for Hut Sports Drinks. Hut Sports Drinks, fueling Tassie Sport, on sale now and available at your favourite local store. First of all, hot or not, I think we know the answer to this, but the treatment of Ben Rutten, this is not great. I'm saying absolutely not hot. Not hot. Not hot at all. Nah. It's really sad. I feel... Oh, oh we've got the... Oh, we're, 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 <laughs> all of a sudden, we're aligned to the Friday morning program. <laughs> we it. have the... We've got the buttons. We have the buttons. We've made it. Uh, it's just completely disturbing. Disgusting. It actually is, yeah. And and like we spoke about before, the the impact on the culture of the SM Football Club, which was already questionable, mm. and 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 will always be, you know, the, 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 there will always be that question mark post the supplements saga yeah. in terms of leadership and decision making. New president comes in, and his impact is to butcher it mm. and to keep the players in the dark. And you know, there, there are players that would love Ben Rutten. He seems a lovable guy. He does, yeah. So what, you, what? You, you just acting in this mm. manner just creates a division. There, you know, there, there, nice. there will also be players that don't like Ben Rutten's coaching and they'll be like, yeah, this is great. Let's get Clarko at all costs, regardless of Ben Rutten's mental health and the rest of the playing group. It mm. just is. It's been so, so... So poor. What do you think will happen now? Obviously, I mean, we don't know this for sure, but it looks as though they're going to get someone else in. Who do you reckon will take that spot? And I wonder when, where, where does that leave, where does that leave Rutten then? Like where? Well, know. yeah, it's. I mean, it's hard because the performances haven't been great for for Essendon and mm. Rutten, but I think that you can you can make an argument that the lingering impacts of the punishment for the supplement saga, is still very much in play. You know, mm-hmm. They missed out on like two years' worth of first-round draft picks in years where you know they would have been in the top 10 or thereabouts. So mm-hmm. there's two young studs, potentially, mm-hmm. uh, not in that team. Um, you know, they've got Archie Perkins coming through and they, you know, they've got some other young kids, Zerk Thatcher, these sorts, of, these sorts of kids. You add another two young prospects in there um, mm-hmm. and, and all of a sudden it kind of, maybe it shapes up okay. Um, so Rutten is, is certainly feeling the aftermath of that. Um, I think for him, it, it might be a blessing being out of there. Yeah, oh, it's a it's been so badly handled. Yeah, Horrible. The, well, the question they questioned um, yesterday, saying I think one of the journos said, you know, um, you know, is it is it keeping Ben Rutten? Would he even want to stay now? And he was basically just like, oh, yeah, I'm not sure. I haven't really spoken to him about that. Like, what do you mean you haven't spoken to him about that? It's, guy. it's all types of bizarre. Now I've got God. a quick one for you. Mm. Hot or not, mm. this is this is Australian news, so I, and I love Australian news. Hot yeah. or not, Essendon in turmoil should lead the news ahead of a potential nuclear disaster in the Ukraine. Pardon? So you you would have listened to the news just then? Yeah. So the the first news that was spoken about in the news break yes. was Essendon in turmoil. Yes. And then secondary oh, right. was the potential of a nuclear disaster in the Ukraine. Oh, God. Which, which is <laughs> which is more newsworthy? Do you think? Probably uh, probably the second. Yeah. Option. <laughs> Welcome to Australian news. I just it it spins me out all the time. That stuff happens. Footy leads the charge every yeah. time, and then there'll be some. 
huge world events that yeah. you know the nuclear disaster in the year. I mean that that's huge. Sorry, uh, I'm no. completely off script here, and I've got you off guard, <laughs> but. Uh, hot or not, which one? I'm going to say not. Yeah. I think we should probably nah. switch those. Nah. <laughs> we should probably switch those around. I think so, yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Sorry about that. Now, I'll, I'll go to you properly this mm. time. Uh, hot or not, Tassie team decision to take place this month. Will it happen? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to say not. I reckon they're going to push this out. Not. Yeah. It's nah. going to drag on more? I don't know. It just seems like it's the 20th, and we don't even know when this, when's this meeting happening. There's no comms on when that that's even ha- it feels to me like maybe it's gonna get oh guys yeah we're just you know it's happening we're just pushing this i don't know i don't know that's the feeling i get mm. what do you uh, think well i'm with you i'm with you, you i mean with this me? has been dragging on 50 years mm. so you know it's uh it's a hard circumstance but mm. it, it like we spoke about before it just has to happen yeah let's get it done mm. yeah it's it's a yes or it's a no and if yep. it's a no we all move to um, Glenorchy to be closer to the deck to be the biggest jack jumper fans we can. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. All right, next for you, um, hot or not? No, Kyrgios in the Davis Cup lineup. He's not. He's not in the Davis Cup team this year. Spewing. N- not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not hot. Uh, I'm wondering why. I haven't seen news on this. Is I it, think it's to do. Um, is it an injury? No, it's not an injury. I, I, Behavioural. No, I'm not. I'm not exactly sure, but I'm pretty sure there. I think he had to leave. Um, one of the tournaments recently due to something with his family, something like that. But um, yeah. oh, so, so he's out for personal I think reasons. So. Okay, yeah. oh, he's a spewing. Give him props. I think he's um, he represents Australia whenever he can. Yeah, uh, he's pretty passionate. I'm spewing about that. Yeah, Damn he's it. a um, him and the other fella, the, these doubles partner Thanasi. 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 Yeah, they're they're an incredible combo. A couple of very talented young tennis players. Yep. Absolutely. Anyway, I'm spewing about that. I love watching the Davis Cup, but yeah, bugger. Curious. Not playing. No good. And he's so good. I love watching Curious. So he's a clown. Oh, come he's on a nice now. tennis player. <laughs> <laughs> I saw him in Canberra once. He's a clown. Roaming around. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um Mind I, you, we're all clowns at his age. Yeah. That that that's the hardest part. I I'm think. a clown now. Well you're the same age, aren't you? How old is he? I don't know. Twenty four, twenty five? What do you think? Yeah, I thought he might I reckon, be a bit older than No, that. he's only that young. Oh. Google it. Anyway, um, I have a question for you as well. This is, well, it's not, I guess, it's kind of is hot or not. How do you feel about these, I guess, these club reviews and sort of the information we have in terms of what they entail? I was thinking about this last night. Obviously, a coach is given enough time to see how they go and how, you know, the team that they're coaching starts playing. If they're, you know, not performing very well, how long does the coach get to sort of, I guess, foster them and, and we see improvement before questions start being asked and re- these reviews be, are being had. But what do you reckon where Alistair Clarkson sits with that? Do you think it's sort of like a, well, it can sort of take as long as it takes him because he's Alistair Clarkson? Like, do you know what I mean? Whereas other where other coaches in his position, it's probably not the case, right? Yeah, no, I'm, I, I can see where you're going. And if you look at Clarkson's start with Hawthorne, mm. very similar to to David Noble start with How North Melbourne. How long did that take before it's sort of... Well, the, the first couple of years were really difficult and then yeah. uh, they exceed, Hawthorne exceeded expectation in 2008 to That's beat right. Geelong. They of just course, went on this yeah. run and then were horrible the year after, missed out on the finals and mm-hmm. then regrouped and, and obviously went on that on that huge premiership run mm-hmm. um, and, and a huge window, played in losing grand finals, won three in a row. Um, so... 
Yeah, Alistair Clarkson will get his full five years regardless of, 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 of whatever yeah. happens. And I, I'm with you. I, I don't like that. Um, David Noble, we've spoken about this before, David Noble would have come in and highlighted all the same things that Alistair Clarkson is going to see in terms of culture, Jason Horn francis being a problem. And, and they've since um, dropped him to the twos mm. for his ice bath indiscretion. Um Clarkson will see all those things. He'll com- maybe communicate it in the same way. If if these North Melbourne players and board members and senior leaders don't think that Alistair Clarkson isn't going to tear strips off walls if he's not getting what he wants mm. as far as effort um, and as far as you know all those attributes that you want from professional footballers, yeah. he, he'll go completely nuts. You'd think so. I mean, so. we've seen him put his fists through walls in the coaching box. Like he's, yeah. a, he's an angry man. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the whole David Noble, just that, the straight scapegoat. Um, I, I honestly think they had the right guy, mm. but unfortunately the, the, the leaders around him um, from a football department standpoint and you know, perhaps maybe more on board, um, more importantly, the uh, the board and the senior figures of the club um, mm. just weren't strong enough to be able to support his vision and his strong leadership. Mm. Yeah, it's an interesting one. I just thought about it last night. I was like, he's he'd be the only one that would get that five-year chance yeah. before. Because yeah. obviously, yeah, like David Noble's position, not performing, team's not performing, review happens and he's out. Like... That's not going to happen to Clarko. But yeah, part of part of the the environment for Noble around that was was it David Noble's fault that the recruitment team mm. left yeah. half you know the week before the mid season draft. Mm. Well, that that's not on the coach. That's on your organisational culture. Oh, that's right. Which yeah. is completely out of his control. So all some of some of those things that that took place, they're not David Noble problems, mm. uh, but they do have an impact on the team. Yeah. Um. So he was yeah. I, I really feel sorry for David Noble and. Yeah, I think that the broader football community understands what value he holds as a football person. He's been brought in to conduct a review of the St Kilda Football Club. Yeah. Mm. That, that, that's, that's not someone that's incompetent when it comes to football. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Or he wouldn't have been looked at in the first place. No, that's place. right. Yeah. Anyway, interesting one. Mm. But I think, uh, yeah, Clarko's going to get all the time in the world to see how, uh, how North go. And I obviously hope that, um, yeah, they lift their game a bit, but. Yeah, anyway, we'll see what happens. We'll go to a short break now and we'll be back after this. Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. This is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 552 Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. This is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 552 Inching on closer to half past nine this morning. Holly Fowler and Brett Jeeves with you here this morning from the Cricket Hub out in Kingston. It is bloody freezing. It's cold, yeah. Oh we've been God. talking, we've been whining a lot about the weather last month or so, haven't we? I know. I'm <laughs> just so excited pathetic. for summer. I'm so pumped for it. Anyway, massive game, obviously, last night. Melbourne are looking really dangerous um, heading in, heading into finals. Um, I do wonder, yeah, I'm excited to see how, how the rest of that uh, finals shapes up, I guess, over the weekend. They beat um, Lions last night by 58 points. What a game. It was so good. I loved watching it. Yeah. The Ds are uh, they're very exciting when they're going. Um, just that, that midfield group of... Petrarca, Oliver Gorn, and we saw the best of Petrarca last night. A couple of yeah. complete freak goals. He he just 
you know, his his ability to make quick decisions and understand angles, you know, in the AFL they refer to it as goal sense. He just knows where the sticks are. Wherever he is on the field, gets inside that forward 50, he's able to, to get it in the, in the in the right direction. Yep. Got a lucky bouncer at one stage, but he, he's a complete master. And if Melbourne are playing like that, they're, they're the yeah. team They're yeah. the team to beach along, I, I think. Yeah, you know, everyone's kind of talking about the Cats as, as the premiership favourite. The Ds have had a bit of a speed hump. They've played a little, some inconsistent footy this year. Mm. But if they can, if they can stump up their best together now, yeah, yeah, I think their best is better than anyone else's. Um, so it's it's it is interesting to 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 see them hitting their best form uh, right mm. at the right time of the year. Yeah, obviously, and they're going to have a a few days off now as well, away just to relax and then come back and yeah, we'll see how they go. Clayton Oliver had a math. 30 disposals last night. He's incredible. Um, if you could predict now who you think uh, we'll see in finals, who would you, who would you yeah, say? Yeah, I think it's Melbourne and Geelong. Well, hopefully yep. it's Melbourne and Geelong. Like that's the, that would be good. That's the best possible matchup, I guess. It, yep. And, and I, I think that that's – if they end up on, on either side of the draw, that, that's probably the – well, not probably, but that's the likely scenario. I just can't see anyone else truly – Putting it to either team, Collingwood are hot at the moment, but I think they're you know they're still quite young. And whilst I've got your Pendlebury and Sidebottom and Howe, um, you know, the general feel, you know, the, the the makeup of their team is quite young and inexperienced. I think they could be exposed against a, a Melbourne or Geelong. They're really hardened body yeah. midfielders, um, and finals footy is completely different. You don't you don't get that that chance to get out and run. Um, so. Uh, Brisbane, we saw last night, aren't they're, they're not up to it against against that style of footy. Melbourne, you know, we spoke about their their fake toughness, um, and then if you look out outside that top four, none of those teams really mm. present a threat. I don't think to either Melbourne or, or Geelong. Or Geelong, Ooh, that'd be a good grand final. Mm. Have you ever been to a grand final? Yeah, I've been to some of the Hawthorne ones, yeah. uh, winning and losing ones. Yeah. The losing ones are hard. We, yeah, that sucks. The the Sydney <laughs> final we lost in. Oh yeah, was that 2011? Maybe. Yeah. Oh, I was all of drunk and sad and um, it was deplorable. Oh, geez, it was a bad feeling. But uh, anyway, oh, great, great. They're, they're an amazing experience. I know, I really do. I really want to go to a grand final or an Anzac Day game. I've never yep. been. Yep. Um, actually, no, that's a lie. I've been to one Anzac Day game, which is really special, the, but the, the, never been to a grand the final. The playing of the, the last post at the Anzac oh, Day, complete 100,000 people, complete amazing. silence. It's a, it's a phenomenal experience. Pretty special, yep. yeah. But I'm yet to go to a grand final. Might be Yet to go to a uh, Kangas grand final for some time, but I'm not really, in your lifetime, I, Holly. I hope it fortunately. <laughs> it will, okay? <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, we'll go to a short break now for news, and we'll be back getting into round 23 predictions. We'll go through the ins and outs um, and get into all of that good stuff. We'll be back after news. Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. This is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 552 Holly Fowler and Brett Jeeves with you here this morning, 9.30 out at the Cricket Hub. Um, it is, it's been a good show. It's been flying along um, as such is this AFL season. I can't really believe that we're in, in round 23 and heading into finals. But uh, let's go through the ins and outs um, 
obviously next game uh, today, Giants and Frio. Um, let's go through the ins and outs there. Yeah, so for the Ruse, uh, in uh, Aiden Bonner, Flynn Perez, Jack Mahoney, Jason Horn Francis. Francis back after his uh, stint in the VFL for his ice bath indiscretion. Mm-hmm. Josh Gota makes his debut, so congratulations to him and good luck. Uh, out go Aaron Hall omitted, Jack Siebel's injured, Jackson Archer injured, Jaden Stevenson's injured, Jed Anderson's injured, and Paul Curtis is injured Not as happy well. Not happy out. Uh, does he play next year? No. He's not, uh, he's not getting much of the footy. Not. I, I, I just don't feel like he's been... Uh, maybe he's older and... He's, you know, he's obviously older and slower yeah. than, than he was, but he's got mm. such a big body. I'd let him run in the midfield for, for stints. Yeah. He's a gun. I, lo- I love Jack Siebel through the midfield. Uh, for the... For the Gold Coast Suns, in Alex Sexton and Huego Paul Oia, and out go Isaac Rankin, maybe uh, for the last time for the Suns, headed to Adelaide for more reports or yep. speculation at this stage. Nothing confirmed. Jeremy Sharp is out, who was a medical sub last week, and Sam Day, uh, who is injured. Uh, you'd hope the Ruse can stump up something there, but I think Took Miller might just go nuts and, and the Suns win by 100-plus. Moving to the, the Cats versus the Eagles. In for Geelong, Asava Radagalia. Uh, Isaac Smith back in as well. Out go Jeremy Cameron injured. Huge loss for the Cats heading into the finals mm. uh, with a hamstring strain. Yep. Reese Stanley injured. Tom Atkins being managed. Uh, in for the Eagles. Uh, Bailey Williams, Jai Cully, Tim Kelly, Willie Rioli. Some handy ins there. I like Jai Cully. He gets amongst it. Happy to, to mix it. Um, just coming off a two-week suspension for a pretty brazen elbow <laughs> out on the wing, quite exposed. Yeah, whoops. Uh, out, Andrew Gaff's injured. Brady Howe, he's ill. Greg Clark, who was a medical sub last week. Jake Waterman is injured. And Nick Natanui injured also. Essendon versus Richmond. In come Michael Hurley and Zach Reed. Michael Hurley back after a, an extremely long layoff. He, he's announced his retirement, so he gets one last hurrah, which yep. is terrific. He deserves that. Been yep. a terrific servant of the, of the Bombers. A really talented footballer and um, quite unfortunate to have missed the last couple of seasons through injury. So yeah. congratulations to him on an excellent career. Um, out go Ben Hobbs, who was the sub last week. Kyle Langford is injured, and Nick Bryan has been omitted. Uh, in for Richmond, Jack Ross, uh, and out go Jack Graham and Jason Castagna, who was the medical sub last week. Spoke highly of Jack Ross last week. He's back in, which is good to see. I think he's a, he's a nice player, ball winner, uh, puts himself in the right spots. Uh, Port Adelaide versus Adelaide showdown. in the showdown, and this will be hot. Yeah, this will be I a hot game. I love the love the great. comments from Ollie Weinster in the week. He really attacked Adelaide, caught him entitled, um, mm. really went quite hard. So yeah, I'll be tuning in for this back. one. Uh, Robbie Gray comes in. He's also announced his retirement after a, a, an unbelievable career with with Port Adelaide. Yep. Uh, such a silky, magnificent footballer. Uh, a lot of the ball play forward. Run through the midfield, um, very talented. So congratulations to him on a stellar career. Mm-hmm. Uh, out go Jackson Mead, who's omitted, and Riley Bonner's been omitted as well. For Adelaide, income Wayne Malira, and out go Ben Davis, who was a sub last week, and Shane McAdam, who is injured. Hawthorne versus the Doggies uh, up at uh, Utah Stadium tomorrow. Uh, in come Daniel Howe for the Hawks. Jack Saunders making his debut. Max Lynch back in the team. 
Um, he'll play in the ruck. He's had a he's had a tough run this year. Lynch yeah. shows a bit. He's quite talented, but he's had a, a, a couple of concussions and some injuries throughout the year. Uh, Ned Long will also make his debut. So a couple of deputants there. Good luck to those boys. Out go Emerson Jecker, who played back last week and just got exposed by Tom Lynch, who who kicked an app, who kicked a bag. Mm. Uh, Jacob Kazitsky's been omitted as well, along with Jai Sarong. Liam Shills, Jarman Impey is out injured. You just wonder whether Liam Shills, uh, whether we'll see him again in Hawthorne Colours. Amazing career, mm. lots of flags, been a part of all the success. Yeah. Um, omitted for the last game um, of, of the season. So you, mm. you just wonder whether you know, his age might go against him in terms of the, the Hawks for next year. Mm. Um, for the Doggies, in Josh Bruce and Taylor Dorea, out go Lachlan McNeil, Riley West and Stefan Martin, all omitted. Colton versus Collingwood, the big one. Uh, a sellout. Yeah. Huge game. That'll be huge. Massive. Uh, in, Adam Chera back in with Zach Williams. Uh, we haven't seen a lot of Zach Williams this year. He's been out injured. That's a huge in. Haven't seen him in a while. Yeah. Out go Jack Nunes, omitted Lockie O'Brien and Paddy Dow, who was a medical sub last week. Mm-hmm. In for Collingwood, Finlay McRae and Jordan Degoe. And out go Callum Brown, Josh Carmichael, Trent Bianco. Uh, That's going to be a good one to It's watch. a huge game, huge yep. game. That and, and the showdown will be enormous. Yep. Uh, and finishing off the round, the Saints versus the Swans. In come Dan Hannabry, Josh Battle, Tom Campbell. Uh, Hannabry also retiring. Um, and I think people forget how good Dan Hannabry was. Um, it pro- probably hasn't seen the best of himself at St-, St Kilda, but the Sydney version of Dan Hannabry was in the top 10 players in the league. Mm. Um, just an absolute star, great ball user. Tough uh, goal kicker, um, really phenomenal player. So congratulations to him on a, an amazing career, and also bad luck on the last few years. Yeah. His hamstrings and uh, different injuries haven't gone his way. Uh, Brad, Brad Crouch is out, suspended. Uh, Cooper Sharman is injured, along with Jimmy Webster injured, and Mason Wood is injured. I also. missed that Crouchy. Um, what were suspended? Um, I think it, um, I'm honestly not sure. It was maybe a Country boy, he's probably right. Yeah, I'm not sure what he's done, Crouch. <laughs> I, I didn't see that. Um, oh, neither and, did I. And for Swans, for Sydney, the only change was uh, was Braden Campbell, uh, who's out. Was the medical sub last week. Mm. So that's all your ins and outs mm. for this week's what, round. What do you think about um, the the tackle on um, Ben Brown last night? Do you think there's anything in that or not? No, I think he was a, a bit of a victim of the of the hard Gabba surface. Yeah. So right in the middle of the ground. It's been an issue for the for the AFL players. Well, I'm sure any footballer that plays at the Gabba. Uh, that square block is like concrete. So yep. I think that the tackle was fine. He's landed on his shoulder. Then, unfortunately, his face is kind of um, kind of grazed across the grass as yep. well. And because it's so hard, it's created yep. a huge impact to his face. If that was at the MCG or down at Hillenville Oval, not, um, not he, just, sand, he, he yeah. would have ended up with a face full of mud, I think, rather than a... <laughs> uh, he looked in a bad way. He did, um, But yeah. he, he, he played out the game, which is which is good for Cam Rayner. Yeah. Um, because, you know, the, the, the last thing the Lions need is to lose he, someone like Rayner heading into the yeah, finals. Yeah, exactly right. Anyway, Benny Brown, tough. They breed him tough out of Devonport. Tough as old boots. Yeah. Brown, <laughs> Glenorchy player as well. They could they could use Benny Brown at the moment, the Pies. I wish we had him back at North. So yeah, why sad. did they leave? What, what, I don't what know. did you get for him?
for him in the? Was there a trade or was he a free agency signing? Can you I remember? Can't, I can't even remember. I want to. I don't know. I want to say maybe a trade, but I can't remember. I wish that we still. You'd hope he got something for him. He's a nice footballer. Yeah, I miss Benny Brown and a good dude as well. Yeah, good Tassie he boy. doesn't. He just seems so lovely. Lovely fella. I was saying this, um, texting with a friend last night about this when because Roman Brian was going around and chatting to him. He just seems so nice. Yeah. I'd love to chat to him one day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, seems like an absolute legend. Obviously from Tassie, so probably is a legend. That's right. <laughs> we'll go to a short break now and we'll be back after this. I'm going to ask you for, for your predictions of this round, who you think is going to win and why. Um, we'll do that after this. Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. This is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 552 535. Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. This is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 Saturdays in Tassie, Holly Fowler and Brett Jeeves with you this morning live from the Cricket Hub. Let's go through um, our predictions for this round. I actually tipped um, Melbourne last night, which is good. One to the board for me this week. Happy about that. Who did you tip for last night? Yeah, I took the Ds as well. Yeah, good. Um, but just off topic quickly, so the Ruse acquired for Ben Brown picks 26 and 33. Mm. 26-33 and the Demons future yeah. fourth. Um, and in exchange for Brown, pick 28 and it's future fourth rounder. So I don't love that. Not a, not a great return. They moved down two no. picks, got 33. Um I'll, I, actually, I'll go one step further and try and find who pick 26 was, who they ended up getting. Mm. Um, but, yeah, that next game, so the Giants versus... Frio. Frio. At, where is that? Uh, where is that being played? It's set at the front there, and now you've hit the wrong button. Where is it being played? Manuka Oval, Canberra. Manuka, the great Manuka. Um, yeah, Frio, you'd imagine. Frio, they, yeah. they play good footy, Frio. Brayshaw's a gun. Yeah. He's an absolute gun. Where, where does he sit in terms of Brownlow... Favoritism is he up there? Yeah, he would have to You'd be. Think so. He'd have to be up there. He's been. He's been the brown though. He's been a star this year. I still think Paddy Cripps. Yeah, I've got um, I've got Tom Hawkins for the Coleman, but I don't think he's too far off. Uh, Hawkins he's up there, isn't for the he? Coleman. No, yeah. I think Kerno's Charlie Kerno's got that in the bag, uh-huh. <laughs> which is good. He's a he's <laughs> yeah, a young star, Kerno. <laughs> And my I, tipping, not I great. love I love anyone that that gets injured away from footy and then tries to cover it up, cover it up. So didn't he get injured skateboarding or playing basketball or something, Charlie Kerner? And then yeah, I <laughs> tried think he to cover it tried up. to cover it up. I He's think gone so. to the skate park. There was a dude um, played for Collingwood. Oh, what was That's his hilarious. name? If you know this, text in. Um, he he. He played he played a game of social basketball under the name <laughs> Phil In. Oh my God! Stop uh, it. Just that's, I wish I could remember that guy's like, name and if, end if up getting remember, a bit of strife for that. Yeah, if you remember, text us in oh four three seven double five two five three five. That's funny. He's a midfielder, blonde hair. I can see him. I just can't can't, can't think of his what. name. <laughs> yeah. So who do you, who have you got there? Frio or the Giants? Yeah. You're taking the Dockers. I'll take. Yeah, good I'll choice, take the Dockers. I Although, um, I love the Giants um, song. I just get up I, up and about for it. I did. I did like when they went on that social media campaign. Of putting the song into um, into movies and it's such so like a good song. when they um my favourite one that they did so the Shawshank Redemption oh. when 
Dufresne plays music that. over the Dufresne plays music over the sound system. That's hilarious. And so he p- hits play, and the big big sound comes. It by. is such a good song, though, isn't it? <laughs> that was terrific. They're very crafty. I love social it. media team. Yeah, uh, and yeah. they do it quite well. That's hilarious. Who's their next coach? The Giants. Know. Who who's available now? Do they run with McVeigh again? Do you think is he is he Maybe. likely to stick around? They started hot when he took over. Really attacking brand of footy. They haven't been great the last few weeks. Mm. I don't think. We'll see how we go. North and Suns. Yeah, the Suns by a heap. It's it's mm-hmm. always tough back into the year when you've got nothing to play for. Zebel's out. Hall's yeah. out. Stevenson's out. Curtis has been good. Anderson's out. There's your. There's effectively your best three footballers. Well, Hall, Anderson, Zebel should be, but he's a you know mm. a bit of that leadership thing. Jaden Stevenson, disappointing yeah. as a North fan. Yeah. Would you trade him? And what would you trade him for? Oh. Biscuits. Yeah. Half a pack. <laughs> all, you are hating on all North. All of today. which are half eaten. Poor <laughs> <laughs> North. Uh, yeah, the Suns there. Yep. Are you yeah, going me. for the ruse? No. Go I'm on. Going give it a Suns. crack. No, I have um, to go. I can't lose my tipping competition. The lure I, of Clarkson might just get him up and about. That's the sort of impact he has. Mm, we'll see. Cats v Eagles cats. down at uh, GMHBA Stadium. You got the Cats, yeah. Cats, of course. Cats just are... saying, West Coast Eagles are paying thirteen dollars if they beat Cats. Could Tim, Tim Kelly in? That's um, he could be helpful. <laughs> I don't. Th- not helpful enough. I mean, not a bad little bet, but no, I don't think that's going to happen. Could be worth a couple of bucks. Yeah, <laughs> Essendon Richmond at the G. Who have you got there? Uh, you take the Tigers. Of course. Bombers yeah. in turmoil. More, far more newsworthy than the potential nuclear explosion out of mm. the Ukraine. Uh, yeah, Bombers. The Bombers might I have a... I can't believe that because I ducked out to quickly go to the bathroom in the oh, break you didn't and hear I the news. That. You didn't yeah. hear the news. I can't believe that. It's such an, that is such an Australian news, news thing. Yeah. Sport dominates. Uh, yeah, Tigers there, you'd yep. think. I'm with you. Port or Adelaide? Jeez. That's going to be a big one. Oh, I wish I was there for that. I'd be going port. Yeah. Um, but I'm watching for sure. There's going to be there's there is going to be that's going to be a big one. State of origin rugby league late ninety style fight tonight. Yep. I reckon it's going to be there'll be six and seven week suspensions <laughs> playing out at the start of next year. Anyone that looks like retiring, watch for Robbie Gray in a in an Alistair Lynch type scenario. <laughs> Do you remember that? The yeah. Lynch's last game, he yeah. tried to bash Shizer out of oh one of God. the Wakeland brothers. I I, you've never seen more punches. <laughs> None of them landed. Poor Lynchy. Well, oh, luckily God. for Lynchy, maybe. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow, up at Lonnie, we'll be up there. Hawks and Bulldogs. Yeah, uh, live on look, SEN. Yep. Flash lift go, the caller. Who's the special comments? Matty Capuano. Capuano back in the booth. Yep, that'll be good. Uh, um, I'm going to take the Hawkers. They were they were appalling last week. I think yeah, they'll bounce back. Uh, Daniel Howe, I like Daniel Howe as a player. And Lynch back in, I think, gives just a little bit of grunt through the middle. Um, and the do- Mind you, the doggies, are they a finals chance still? Um, I think they are yeah. mathematically, but they're uh, they're all over the place yeah. at dogs. I'm not sure where they're at. We'll see. Who would you take? Who you got? Oh, I think I'd tip the dogs for tomorrow, but I'm kind of, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not. Com- I could change that between now and tomorrow when I have a bit more of a think. I don't know. We'll see. And then obviously tomorrow, uh, huge game. MCG, um, Carlton Collingwood. Uh, who have you got? I That's going to be a close yeah, one. I reckon. I think. Um, I think Carlton. Mostly because I don't like Collingwood. Mm. I find it hard to tip him. Surprisingly, Darcy Cameron's playing his fiftieth game. He's he's got a look about him. 
uh, the, the Collingwood ruck that uh, he's been around forever. He's got one of those old heads, but... Uh, yeah, Colton, I think. Uh, Chera back in provides a little bit, a little bit of grunt uh, through the midfield. He kind of wins a bit of footy. Uh, Zach Williams back in is, is huge, yep. particularly if he plays off, um, off half back. I think he's his best football, uh, mm-hmm. provides a bit of dash. Um, the Pies, yeah, I, like I said, I just I can't. I haven't been able to see it in the Pies this year. They've been hot and they've, mm-hmm. you know, they've obviously gone on the, this huge run. Um, I'm not sure how all of that stacks up against. The really quality teams mm. and 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 the pressure of finals footy. Yeah, it'll be an interesting one. I'm just looking back in. It was round 11. They played each other and Collingwood only won by four. It was very close. We could be up for a really close game tomorrow. I hope so anyway. Just was that really round 11? I think it, Collingwood were up by quite a bit and Colton stormed yep. home in the last quarter. Made a yeah. game of it. Yep. Yeah. Because um, that feels like last weekend. Doesn't it? Round 11, and we're now round 23. It's all a bit sad. It's wild. Um, and then at Marvel, St Kilda and the Swans. Who have you got? Yeah, Swanee's there. Yeah. Um, and, and excited to see Dan Henry's last game. He was one of my favourite players. Um, his his Swans footy was all world. Some, yep. some of the best footy played. So, terrific footy player. And always seemed like a like a lovable sort of kid as yeah, well. Yeah, you know, sure. Really affable sort of um, demeanour. Um, yeah, I've gone the Swans too. Swans too. Yep. Wow, what a round. I'm excited. I'll be in front of the telly most of the weekend, I think, under the heater watching footy. Love yeah. It. Well, until I'm out the boundary tomorrow in the cold. It's one of those, day, one of those <laughs> days that I think 11 degrees today oh. here in Hobart. But, um, and then there's a, there's a huge um, system about to completely annihilate the, um, uh, the east coast yeah. of the state. So Lovely. make sure you take your jacket tomorrow. I'll take a jacket tomorrow. Well, that was our Around 23 update for HCI Healthcare Insurance for Easy Health Insurance. Say hi to HCI. We'll be back uh, for our last break. We're going to get into the text of the show. A few texts about. Someone's, uh, someone's told you to pipe down about uh, your North chat as well because uh, <laughs> us North supporters. <laughs> All four of you. <laughs> Flying. Hang on. I'm happy to fight every one of you <laughs> at the same time. We'll, we'll be back. <laughs> Particularly, after. I know two of you, so <laughs> I've got both your measure. We'll be back after this. Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. This is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 552 535. Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. This is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 552 That's right. Holly Fell and Brett Jeeves with you here for Saturdays in Tassie. We're about to wrap up, uh, but there's a few texts that's coming in. Um, one from David saying... Uh, the AFL team is happening. Um, AFL have it under control. Stadium will happen once the licence is granted. Well, I hope you're right. I really do. David's in the know as well. He yeah, seems to just have he, his he finger always, on the pulse. Yeah. He, he knows it. So I'm, I'm happy to back that in. Yeah. And then he said uh, 12 game members had two weeks to opt out their memberships. What was that for? For the Jack Jumpers. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. 
Yeah. Mm, that's good. No I'm one, glad they did that. Though. No one was opting out. Yeah, like no, I said, as I, if anyone was going to opt out. I yeah. thought that was a really classy play from the Jack yeah, Jumpers to, cool. to look after the, the, you know, provide some loyalty to the existing members and then also not cash in too much as well. Yeah. They could have really exploited and gone nuts. People would have paid it. But uh, yeah, I think I think that's a classy move. Yeah, love this. Um, Flash coming in uh, as well <laughs> from, uh, from he, Latrobe. He did call this last week, Flash. He did, he did. To his credit, he did call this. And he said, stop being a Grinch Jeeves. Let Holly, myself and the other two North Melbourne supporters <laughs> enjoy the moment. I did say last week to you both that Clarko would sign Thursday. Thursday and he was right. Um, he missed it. Well, he only missed it by a day. Um, uh, Flash, I'm celebrating with you. He did Don't it, lose. yeah. The, the four of you should get together. We should, you know. We should have a little Make a banner or something. Meet up. Yeah, may, maybe go to the next we'll game this year. we the goals. Yeah. The- <laughs> where, where, where have you been? All four of you. The crowds have been poor. Oh, you haven't been going. Well, no, Flash goes. He okay. loves it. He's a mad roo. Yeah. Stopping a Grinch, Jeeves, he says. That's and it is probably fair. That is probably fair. I just uh, I haven't I haven't liked the way the Roos have gone about it at all. And I'm yeah. a I'm a David Noble fan. I know, yeah. Um, he's such a lovely guy. He does. He seem didn't really deserve lovely, any yeah. of that, nor did Ben Rutten. I get it, it's the industry, it's the business, it's how it works, but um, there's just gotta be better ways around it. Mm-hmm. Then there's uh, David wrote in again, always dangerous sledging on the field, Fox, of last few years. I know Brett copped a lot in his first few games as a youngster. Yeah, well, this is actually pretty funny. So when I was a boy, I was maybe 14 or 15, I played a second grade game as a batter. Yeah. And my grandmother had knitted me a vest. Aww. You can imagine, you can see it in your head, can't you? This big woolly vest, white in colour, and I wore it out to bat. And David was at first slip. David <laughs> Shepherd, happy to call you out by name on this, legend <laughs> kids. And he gave it to me like you cannot Aww. imagine about my vest. <laughs> my grandma knitted it. It was horrible, and she did a bad job. And yeah, I cried. Oh, it was hor- It was a horrible. Sad. It was a horrible start. And then. How old were you? 14 or 15. Aww. And then and then people wonder why I am the way I am. Bitter and angry. You're not bitter and angry. Come on now. <laughs> That's sad. It's David Shepard's fault. Aww, David. <laughs> <laughs> he was just jealous. He, he wanted one he of wanted your best. He wanted that best. Don't be jealous. <laughs> Aww. Very good. Well, thank you all for texting. And as always, we love everyone who gets involved with the show. Um, we'll be back next Saturday, hopefully with some news around the team. Uh, but we'll uh, we'll leave it there. Thanks for joining us on Saturdays. And Tassie, Holly Fowler, Brett Jeeves. Have a great here. weekend. Have a good one. Bye.